0: Microphone check, check, check.
1: Hey. How y'all doing?
0: I'm doing all right. She said, if you ask me about my weekend one more time.
1: <laughs> I literally said that, but <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all about it. Um, So yesterday I had the opportunity of checking out Hamilton and there's been a lot of buzz about it and it was like the most phenomenal musical I've ever attended in my life. Like the entire thing was straight music and it's like hip hop and like soul singing, like it was amazing. It's here in San Diego? It's here in San Diego for like three weeks, but what? it's sold out. So if you look online, all the resale tickets are like four or $500. But apparently, they hold like 40 tickets per show and they release those 40 tickets like six days before the actual show. And you can get it for like face value. So uh, it was on Groupon? No. Oh. Okay. This is not a Groupon type of show, brother. My bad, my bad.
0: <laughs> so it's not the real Hamilton, though, right? Because I heard like the East Coast one <laughs> is different from the West Coast one. <laughs> Like, the actors <laughs> who, is different.
1: Who, who told you that? Well, I mean, there there are different actors who will take on set, bro- but it is the Broadway tour. But, you know, they have...
2: It's a traveling tour, and the cast does sometimes change, but I feel like the yeah. major players stay the same. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Phenomenal. You fancy.
1: I am.
0: All right. Cue the <laughs> intro.
1: Hey, y'all. It's just Chris
0: Starr. Big Mouth seat. your boy, Normal Ass coral With Grown Folks Business.
2: Grown Folks Business. Like your
0: mama used to tell you, "Say out of Grown Folks Business. I mean...
2: I'm grown. I'm grown too. Shit, we all grow. Welcome, Welcome to, to grown, grown Folk's, Folks Business. Business.
1: Go Big C's. Go Big C's. <laughs> all right, so we're back. Another Y'all episode. Y'all didn't see it. He
0: flexed a peck. Did oh. I really? Was it two pecks? <laughs> he do not even
1: know when he flexed no more because he's just so used to just. See, you did it again. I was
0: just breathing. That's what breasts looks like now. That shirt tattooed on,
1: too. It is
2: too. It is. It's painted on. He got that for a little tight. That's it's, new body it's, art. It's 2018. Um, so we're back. We're back. How's everybody doing? Good. Solid. We're 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 really excited today, as we always are, but for a specific reason. Um, Star, can you can you lead us in?
1: I can. We are so excited today. Um, thank you again for tuning in with us here at Grown Folks Business. You can find our us on social media at grown Business and that's b-i-z-n-e-s-s grown folks business and we're also on facebook but today we have such a special show for you all Um, we have a special guest in the house and she is the only female talent manager in los angeles hey and like that is legit so she represents um, a bunch of your favorite social media influencers models radio tv personalities through mvp management and one thing that um we're really excited about it. She's one of the few Latinas doing this and um, killing this field. So without any further ado, we're going to welcome Melissa Perez to the hey, podcast. Hey. Melissa
0: got some support in the background, too. Maggie's here.
1: Yeah, Maggie, welcome. <laughs> You're a bomb.
0: Doug's in attendance, too. Oh, yeah. Doug
1: is always in the building.
0: The, the real silent partner. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, got so much passion, though. I
2: love it. The the way he types on there. Yeah. If you hear
1: typing, that's Doug. So yeah, Melissa, talk to us. Talk to us. We are so So excited. So
3: cool to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course, of course. And I mean, I mentioned that you are one of the few Latinas in your field. Like, Can you talk to us a little bit about what that means and how um, that plays out
3: in your everyday life? Yes, of course. And it's something I'm super proud of. And so I've been working in the industry as a talent manager for the last seven years, like you said. And now with the whole digital age, it's really cool because I get to work with social media influencers, which Mm -hmm. is something totally new. I mean, when we were in college, I don't think Instagram was even around.
2: What would you say a social media influencer is?
3: So a social media influencer is somebody who has an influence on any one of the social media platforms, right? So they could be a model, they could be a spokesperson, an actor, a singer, a comedian. And basically, they have a large following and they've been able to use their following to influence with the assistance of brands, um, corporations, companies that want to pay them to basically promote certain causes. So it's pretty nice. cool because, you know, you're you you you're on Instagram and it's overly saturated with beautiful people yeah. and funny people and there, talented people, right? There's some ugly people too. Though. Oh, <laughs> don't do that. I'm just saying. No, 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 they're, they're... Everybody is beautiful. But
2: then I feel like social media also provides a platform to people that don't necessarily deserve it. So I'll, I'll take Ooh. back my ugly comment, Ooh. but then there's some people who may be um, are a little bit more boisterous about said talent than they particularly need to be, mm-hmm. but anyway, that was off on a tangent. But I just kind of to... no, way. but you're right. <laughs> so, so, so with that being said, like, how do you then discern like who deserves the service that you provide?
3: That's a good question because over the years, I've definitely made. I guess you could say not poor choices but kind of misplaced my, you know, radar, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking that somebody could actually make it, but then really actually figuring out that they were really shallow. Mm. So just because you have a large influence doesn't necessarily mean that you actually have what it takes to be a spokesperson or an ambassador mm-hmm. of a brand, mm-hmm. right? Because that's how you're making money online, the brands are underwriting you to represent them right so over the years i've gotten better at that and now i can say i, I work with with some of the best talent online so yeah it's super cool are,
2: are you able to name drop right now
3: sure um <laughs> shannon Lima is one of my clients super excited to work with her because now we're taking our business international Ooh, nice. uh, you may know her because she was married to mark anthony um but now she's He's a an, singer
0: right mark anthony's a singer
3: mark Anthony's one of the greatest artists of all time if you ask me does he speak yeah. it?
0: He, he sings in english
3: English and Spanish.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Carl is actually a Spanish singer as well. No, I'm not.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: let's hear it. Carlito. Banda? <laughs> there you Carlito. go.
0: Carlito. That's all he knows. Normal-ass Carlito. That's what it go. would be.
3: Me- Mexican regional? I- I'm not. Spanish don't, don't, <laughs> don't let him. Don't Hear let him
0: uh, get you down that foxhole. I can't sing at all. Oh, I'm
2: sorry. It, it doesn't. But you were saying, um, you were speaking yeah, so to- Yeah,
3: Shannon, Shannon's one of my clients. We're taking our business international this year. Josie Ochoa, she was one of the runner-ups on Nuestra Belleza Latina, which is one of Univision's largest, um, I'd say, like beauty competition shows, kind of like America's Next Top Model. Very example. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Oh. Alexa De Llanos, also daughter to Mirka De Llanos, who's an Emmy award winning um, journalist. I'm developing her career. She just turned 24, Alexa. So we're going to launch a swimwear line for her. And awesome. she's got a deal with a hair extension line and, you know, everything beauty, fashion, you know, just getting these girls to rep the best brands out there.
2: So you know how I know that she's definitely a talent manager? How? Because her name dropping was superb. <laughs> like she had, she had the name, the description, like things that they worked on, people it, that they're she associated. She
0: probably got a little list, you know. I mean,
3: they're like my little babies. <laughs> no, you no, know, I don't have kids, but I would imagine, you know, as a mother, right? You're super protective and you want the best for your kids. That's absolutely how I feel with my clients. You know, I have seven great talent, and I'm looking to grow this year also. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely am very protective of them, and you know, just helping them be the best they can be.
2: So um, a lot of what we like to do here is not only talk about where people are at, at, but then kind of give a little insight as to um, where their journey started, some of the hiccups that they might have encountered so that people that maybe are at the beginning stages of where you were at when you were thinking about choosing this as a career can say, "Okay, well, let me take from from Melissa's experience so Mm -hmm. I can apply it to my own. So can you kind of talk about what led you to the point that you're at right now?
3: Well, it's so cool because you and I went to college together. Absolutely. We went to Cal Poly Pomona. I Mm -hmm. studied communications, and I originally thought that I wanted to work in the music business. Mm. So one of the cool things about Cal Poly is that, you know, you have to do an internship, and I had to do, it was like 250 hours of, like, free work. Um, I interned at Capitol Records and then at EMI for the publicity department at the time when they signed uh, Katy Perry. Mm. Do you guys remember an artist named Mims? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey. Wait, wait, hey. this is why I'm hot. Yeah. This is <laughs> why yeah.
2: yeah. Of oh, course how does we it remember Mims. Does, does it go This is why I'm hot. Yeah, that one. Yeah. This is why
3: I'm hot. Yep. So, at and the time And then we can't forget the remix. This is why I rock cuz that one was equally fire. Very true. Very true.
2: So, yes, we remember <laughs> Mims.
3: Okay, so at the time when they signed both of them around the time same time they signed, they were both signed to Capitol Records.
2: Both both being who?
3: um katie Katy perry, perry. Oh, and, and mims mims, mims gotcha. was really hot at the time so i was working um with their main publicist's mm-hmm. assistant right so there's the publicist then the publicist has like three assistants then i was the intern to like one of the assistants oh wow okay. making copies running basically all the errands but still focused around all the paperwork around how they were going to promote these artists yeah mm-hmm. so that was something i thought i wanted to do um, even though I majored in public relations, um, I thought I could lend, lend those skills to the music industry in the Latin music scene. And, of course, I was like, well, how am I going to get in? I don't know. Obviously, this internship could be a first step and take me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, through that internship, I, made a, I met a director okay. and a writer. She was writing for Allie McBeal at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Troy Byer you know, taught me a lot about the industry. And so I worked with her as her assistant. At the time, she was married to Mark Berg, who managed Charlie Sheen. So you could imagine being there, I was like babysitting their son, then like running more (laughs) errands for their household and kind of just like helping them manage things around the house and with their business. I got to see a lot and I was like, wow, this was at the peak of Charlie Sheen's career. And um, that inspired me to say, you know what? I could do this for the Latino community. Mm -hmm. We are totally underrepresented and it's probably gonna be super difficult to get in as a young woman mm-hmm. with very little experience, but girl, that's the power of your vision. I just said, you know, <laughs> right. this is what I want to do, and I want to represent my community, and I'm going to figure it out.
0: So when you were doing the, uh, I'm, I'm trying to put the timeline together. I'm timeline guy. So <laughs> since when? <laughs> I've been I've been timeline guy for a long time. Okay. So the, you were doing your internships and everything at Cal Poly Pomona and everything. How old were you then?
3: I was 19. You was 19. I was 19. So by the time, turning 20. And then graduated at 21. So it was like a sophomore to junior year internship.
0: So how long would you say it took you to, from everything that you were going through, like, you know, internships and, you know, running around, like pretty much doing like the work that's like pretty much saying like, all right, I need to get into this position. So how long did it take you to get into your current position now, would you say?
3: Okay, so I completed my internship. I graduated. Mm. And right after I graduated, I started working full time for... For the family that I was talking about. Right. So 21, I was already an assistant. Mm -hmm. And since then, I mean, and before I launched MVP management, I was also working for um, one of the executive producers of Judge Judy. I did some production assistant work on two reality shows.
0: We're going to pause real quick. Judge Judy. Is that a legit show? That's a good question. <laughs> that was like I, I was, I, I always wonder if she's like a real judge or not. And, um, and, and look at Star's is. face; she,
2: she doesn't think that was a good question. But I'm so eager to know. What I want to know though,
3: I really didn't know if she was real or not. Yeah, please. please. <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> super Just you're the cool guy show. For Honestly, it's one of my favorite shows. I watch it. You know why I like it because it brings out the realness in yeah. like people's situations when like people are fighting mm-hmm. for their stuff and you know what I'm saying, like <laughs> defending so there's no their script case or and like, like that. Well, you know, you have to apply if you actually really have a case in small claims court. Okay. You have to apply to the show to say that you agree to mediate in this environment under this, like, TV show structure. Yeah. But these are real problems that people really have where if they didn't go on the show to resolve them, they would actually be going to small claims court anyway. Do people pay
1: to get those? Like, because there's no, like, attorney representing them. So, like...
3: And in small claims court, you can't have yeah. an attorney representing you, right? So these are cases that are worth 10000 or less.
4: Because
1: mm-hmm. mm. I know a couple of people who are on Judge Judy, and I was like, I feel like y'all made this up.
3: And they probably got paid like a little bit as a talent to be on the show. Okay, because I know sure they have to say, I know, okay, like, go, cut, repeat, do this again, you know. It, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a show. It's a show, and it's produced. But what they're producing is real.
2: Yeah, I know that.
0: <laughs> they're producing drama, and I that's thought- real.
3: <laughs> Drama is. I really thought bad. it was
0: fake because you know she go off at the you know the last ten minutes judge of judge Judy know, is going listen. hard, and that's the problem. When, like that's why I like to go to work because daytime TV sucks, and Judge Judy don't come on till three, so I can't wait that long. I go to work all the time. So that,
1: that's the only reason why you work.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Okay. So anyway, back to uh, MVP management. What, <laughs> what does it
3: stand for? Um. Well, MVP, as we all know, stands for the most valuable player. Okay. I can't say my middle name is Victoria, but I had this like fantasy that I would have like the perfect name, like Melissa Victoria Perez, and it would justify that name. But <laughs> yeah. no, I just, you can change that though. Like there are papers yeah. you can just file, get that done. I know I can't even lie about it. My and, middle name is Marie. Well, I was gonna say on <laughs> GFB
2: we're living the dream. So if that's your dream, you can go ahead. Hey, and live let's that. do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But I don't know how my parents would feel about that. I
3: don't, think that's my concern. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. Don't tell. Shh, don't say that. Do they them. even listen to podcasts? Don't tell them. No. no, I mean they, they might know listen I'm here. This they know I'm. They they know I'm. I'm being interviewed with you guys. They're super excited. Okay, they want the link to listen. Of so course. they're expecting it. They'll Parents, the we did not suggest that she changes her Absolutely name. Just not. for the record, her, that never her name, happened. Her name was perfect already. Absolutely, you yeah. guys had a vision when you no, named well, her. Well, let me share with you actually where it really came from. So when I'm uh, growing up, I used to play soccer, and it was my dream to play professional soccer. Really, I thought I was like super good, and I was like Maggie's the laughing. MVP. I don't know for why. <laughs> she's my publicist by the way you're fired so maggie knows some things maggie, that we don't know
2: maggie you're fired Get maggie to hell out she's like here. i've never publicized that though <laughs> maggie's like i ain't
1: never seen a run with a ball <laughs>
3: i'm sorry go ahead
2: so so soccer i was
3: really good okay i was the captain of my team for several years um yeah i was just really good i had like what, the most assists
2: how old were you
3: um so at the peak of like my career i was like 12 13 get so you, get so you it, that i was really good like people talked about me i'm serious like you better in or her so for the city of alhambra people knew hey. our team and who we were yeah. that's the water
0: place huh that, that always throws me off i never knew that was in la the what water place alhambra that's what she said, right? Alhambra? Yeah. Like
3: in the San Gabriel Valley near yeah, Pasadena. It's
0: a city? But sort but of yeah. the, they have a water company though, right? Don't all cities? All right man, all right. All right. We're going back
1: to the side. So y'all going y'all going <laughs> start
0: acting like I'm making up stuff. We're not acting, <laughs> so, you are. <laughs>
2: so so we we we've talked about a lot thus far. Um I know that you you dropped a lot of names like s- from doing what you do like what's been the most exciting experience that you've had working in the entertainment industry and working with different people and it could be like Meeting somebody that you never expected to meet or being able to change somebody's life or something that you're working on currently right now that you can maybe, like, let the listeners in on?
3: Sure. So I got to go to the Latin Grammys this past year for the first time. Wow. Which is something I always wanted to do. You could imagine, right, you know, me just loving music and thinking that was something I was going to get into, just being in that environment, being able to see all the artists and, like, who their teams consist of like all the publicists were on the red carpet and two of my clients um walked the carpet one of them had a branded deal with a makeup brand so she was doing like a little instagram takeover so we were there to work but yeah. we had fun too so I'm sure. it was just awesome seeing everybody and and i had told myself like around the summertime okay i'm gonna i'm gonna get a deal i'm gonna get a branded deal for one of my clients so we can they can fly us out we can go to the show, enjoy, get paid, work, yes. and and that happens. So it was. It's just cool to see me be super focused this year. I was yeah. just telling Maggie on the way here, like I've resolved to be super focused about what's important and what's not important. And you know, seven years into it, going back to your question about the timeline, basically, I graduated in two thousand one, mm-hmm. um, no two thousand eight. Excuse me, two thousand eight by. 2012 I had filed the paperwork for my business and mvp management was up and running but I mean I wasn't making money for like a good two and a half years okay to be honest with you so it's... did you
0: with that being said then because that's a that's a great thing that I, I wanted to go down that lane with you did you have high expectations when you first started and did you have to humble yourself at what...
3: absolutely so that at what yeah. point did you
0: say yo I gotta humble myself now and and, and take a step back then because two years is a long time but that's also trust in the process too because you made that turnaround
3: exactly so I would say probably when I had to sue somebody who didn't pay me. Mm. Um I sued them in small claims court and I won. Nice.
2: Did you ever consider taking them on judge Judy? <laughs> no way. No way. <clears throat> Absolutely
3: not. But um it was at that was like the breaking point. That yeah. was that was the point when I said, "Okay, this is real." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm legit working for people. Making them money, and they 're not paying me, and like i 'm onto something here, mm-hmm. I know what i 'm doing, so what I started doing after that with talent was basically collecting their money for them and and there 's a document that you can sign that authorizes you to collect a talent 's money and that 's what most big management companies mm-hmm. do anyway, but when you 're starting off right? You're like, okay, yeah, like you'll just pay me my 15, 20%. Like, I'm going to make sure you're working. You're going to get paid, then you're going to break me off type thing. But you can't trust everybody Mm -hmm. at the beginning of your career. And I was like giving it 110%, going out of my way. I had an intern working for me at the time who's now my assistant. And, you know, yeah, we were like totally going out of our way Mm -hmm. and not always getting compensated for our work. So it was, that was, that was the breaking point where I was like, okay, you know what? It's time to step it up. It's time, it's time to be um, a little bit more bossy, I guess yeah. you could say, in so, a good way, though, like protecting myself and protecting them as well.
0: Was that year one?
3: No, that was like, like I said, yeah, like, right, it was that was like around years, the year okay, two. Yeah. yeah, that was like around the time. That's
0: crazy. Do you listen to Cardi B?
3: You know, I started watching her on Instagram when I wanted to get a good laugh. You know, when you just like, not in the best mood and you're like I just need to flip it real quick let me just go look up Cardi B and what she's, this girl's talking about cause she's just gonna make me laugh right now and forget about all if my If I'm problems, not in right? a good
0: mood I look at Cecil <laughs> yeah. That always makes me laugh If I'm not in a good mood I look at myself too
2: but- <laughs> 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 But well, yeah. you were saying you would go to Cardi B for a lab. There's a point to me asking this yeah, question. Yeah, of
3: course. So I would go on Instagram and check her out. And this was before, you know, like her engagement. And I guess you could say before she became more popular. Mm-hmm. Before she got her, you know, teeth fixed and all that. Yeah, <laughs> <they> got a <laughs> bag and fixed yeah, her teeth. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She got that Hope bag.
0: Hope y'all know that that ain't
1: cheap. You got to get the bag.
0: Yeah. Fab
1: so like, teeth yeah. ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's, <laughs> that she says that. That it, needs to be a shirt. That's in her rhyme. Teeth ain't cheap. Got a bag it. fix my teeth. That's oh. true. No, it ain't cheap that hey. fixes you
2: too hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah why do you ask no no i'm just asking because like as i'm listening to you kind of like talk about your story and having to like boss up on people and basically say like y'all gonna pay me for the the work that i'm getting mm-hmm. y'all that's what i hear in the background Is bodak yellow it's like you making money moves because it's like you yeah. learn how the money worked and then you learn how to actually get said money
3: yeah exactly and there's an art to it for sure. Every talent, every A-list talent has an agent, has an attorney, has a publicist and a manager. Yeah. So I'm the manager. I'm like the head coach of the team. They're the star. But we need mm-hmm. other key people that are procuring the employment, that have the license to do that, that, that are, you know, um, attorneys that can help advise on the language of contracts. So when mm-hmm. I'm negotiating, I know what to ask for, what not to ask for, what to compromise on. You know, it's a give and take. So, yeah, it takes a whole team to... Run a celebrity's career for sure.
1: Okay, so before we get too far in i was just we still you you got it
0: i seen it i was ready to put them right there so
1: okay so we got to get you a name on the show because yes you are the melissa perez however we all go by our little aliases so we got a couple names for you to pull from read them into the mic and then you'll pick your favorite one which we know will be mine and then um you know it's just our personal bragging rights. but but
2: can you do me a favor before you look at the first one Mm -hmm. can you like lean into the mic and say what your name is my name? No, 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 no. Literally Re- Repeat the actual statement. <laughs> oh,
3: what your name is? There hey. you go. What your name is? There you go. We keep... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we're, we're,
2: we're working on a drop for that. That's going so that might
0: be me every time. Too. We <laughs> might be hitting
3: you uh, up What, what your name <laughs> is? See, there you there go. go. See? <laughs> You're helping the talent already. <laughs> there we go. Awesome, yes.
2: <laughs> okay, so can you just take a look at those each, after you read each one, mm-hmm. say it out loud how you would read it, and then once you get to the last one, um, if you could pick which one you think is you know, the most suitable for you.
3: Okay,
1: don't pick Doug's because he won last all time. Right. Let's
3: see the first one here. <laughs> don't pick Dugs; he won. <laughs> Melly VP Entertainment. That's okay, Duggs. that's a very long okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. name right there. Sound like a Clipper fan?
3: <laughs> Victoria's Secret. <laughs> Ooh,
2: okay,
0: interesting. Hey. Okay, okay, okay. A little provocative. That <laughs>
2: must
1: be. Perez for president. Okay, uh, yeah. there's some good ones. Yeah, yeah nice. that's pretty dope. There's one, one more, that's better right?
3: than all of them, but there's there more, are some yeah. good ones. Diamond Vision. Mm. Oh. Okay. So I'm going to choose one yeah. that I feel like best, just like the name for the show, for like my name That's for yeah. the show. I'm
2: going to give you a little help. I don't know who did Diamond Vision, but then the acronym is the same one for domestic violence.
0: So I don't know if you wow. want Wow. That. That's
1: I'm what just, we're doing today? I'm just
0: saying. And I think Victoria's Secret is Haters most appropriate. Going,
1: hey. because like she had the Victoria, I like Diamond. Would, I like Diamonds. But see, the thing about Diamonds is that they become Diamonds. You know, they start off as coal and they get under a lot of pressure mm-hmm. and it's that pressure that molds them into a diamond that's all I'm saying that hand movement yeah, like when that. she was doing it I, I felt like every that.
0: squeeze I, I felt it cause it's the pressure <laughs> hey, and the you pressure
2: know, hey, until that point diamond had the ver- uh, best verse on "Nuck if you buck so
0: I don't know if y'all were listening but she wanted her middle name <laughs> 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 do you remember
2: that
1: song? <laughs> we nuck <ducking>. it <laughs>
0: we were in college when it came out I thought it was applicable
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Victoria oh, I think, is pretty I th- dope. I think you, yeah, I know what you were going to say about yeah. the Victoria. That's she wa- she wanted her middle That's name? Yeah. That's First clever, but we cute. we
1: already determined that we not change your name because we don't want to hurt your all right, parents. All right, so all
0: right, all right. We're going to let it choose. We're going to let it choose. We already, we already put our bids in. All right.
3: Oh, man, okay. It's either Perez for President or Diamond Vision. Oh, it's take me out know. the race. So you, want, you want me to take, take these out your <laughs> yeah, way? Yeah, take the other ones off the Doug table. Grinning,
0: Doug Grinning, like one of his, like, like, that was one of his again.
3: Look at that. <laughs> all right, I think I'm going to go with Diamond Vision. Woo! <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, hey. hey, Bling, bling. Hey. I'm, putting, I'm about to really start putting some thought into it now. <laughs> It's cool.
1: So, <laughs>
3: I win. I win.
1: So I, I, I feel win,
0: like we I should win, play
2: Queen Latifah's U and I T Y right now because I feel like y'all just made a connection. <laughs> U and I T Y.
1: Let's do it. So we're going with Diamond Vision then. Diamond of Vision, course yeah. we are. Okay. Diamond Vision. All right. All, all right. Sorry,
2: Doug. So, so feel free Can't to take win that, everyone. coin that. Use it however you like to. That That's our gift <laughs> to you from Grown Folks Business. Thank you. So <laughs> <I'll> take, that. <laughs> take, take that. Take, take that. Take that. There you go. So then, my question. I'm still with Virtual y'all. high
0: five. Virtual <laughs> high five. <laughs> My arms uh, there you there go. There you go. She can scratch your. Her... Uh, let me see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know where that was going. I'm not going to even me
0: take either. it either. I'm not going take either. it either. So you said you went to Cal Poly Pomona. Please um, say the Pomona. Huh? Nothing. Go I ahead. did say Pomona. No, I know. I just wanted to make sure it was legit. And <laughs> what did you study there? Communications. Do you think? My question is in terms of communication. Did that Wait, were you were you
2: not listening to that whole part of the podcast when she <laughs> said that?
0: Well, I'd be doing a bunch,
2: so my bad. Did I miss that? Go ahead, go ahead. We're listening. You asked a question already? No, no, no. She spoke about her major already in school. Okay, but I'm just giving you a hard time. Calling I know it. you
0: are. It's that shirt, man. You're not getting enough. enough blood <laughs> <flow> <laughs> it's not enough oxygen. You. <laughs> not enough They're oxygen. Getting no blood flow to cut of circulation, your circulation right at the armpit.
2: There's oxygen in the places it needs to be. Okay. Arms, forearms. I'm good. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You That's just, you drank that pre-workout, like, like, workout too. You know what? I'm going
0: to let my jokes hang. I'm Please. Gonna, I'm going to spread them out. Pause. I'm going to spread them out. Okay. So do you feel like your um, your degree uh, kind of dictated your career path? Because communication is so broad. I feel like you can go into like journalism, you know, all kind of stuff. Like, my cousin was a con major, um, and- yeah, I mean, he wanted to be on ESPN, so I feel like it's so broad, you know? Can you kind of go into that? Oh, and then b- yeah. before
2: you do, our last guest even spoke about being a communications major, and then mm-hmm. when we asked him, like, you know, what what was the, the gym that you got from school?
3: And he said he didn't really learn much, right? Y- yes, yeah, so I, I kind of mm-hmm. wanted
2: you to be able to talk about that, too, and see if that was, like, a similar experience for yourself, or maybe your um, collegiate institution provided you with a little bit more.
3: I encourage everybody to get a college degree. Okay. 100%. Um, it's it's like having a notch on your belt it's important Mm -hmm. it sets you apart it gives you a competitive edge in the workforce is it absolutely necessary for what i'm doing no (laughs) Mm, it's not fair it's not you don't need a degree to be a talent manager yeah a lot of the most famous talent managers you'll hear of were like somebody's cousin or brother uncle friend Who basically got a shot helped, yeah, Yeah. helped help their their client or Mm -hmm. you know their friend, their relative launch their career. So it's kind of like you just have to have this real like street savvy mentality, Mm -hmm. you know. But it does help that I was formally educated Mm -hmm. because you know people respect that at the end of the day. That's fair. But for sure in entertainment, I mean, it's not really necessary.
2: Okay, so to flip it, when when you have children is it going to be a requirement for them to go to school are they going to be looked at as if they're not you know reaching their full potential if they don't attend college
3: yeah, that's a good question because first of all i don't even i don't even know if i want to have kids really. yeah i when okay. you as soon as you said
1: when yeah. i was like pull back because the...
2: <laughs> pull back pull <laughs> <Reinforced laughs> back hypothetically <laughs> comma well, when you have children well if
1: let's say if, if. and then you know we so even at, we all have like nieces and nephews or niece and nephew type of children okay, in our lives. Fair enough. So for the children who you're directly connected with or will be directly connected with, will you talk to them about going to school, going to college, getting that formal education?
3: I just talked Thank to my you. cousin's daughters about that the mm-hmm. other day who my mom's been babysitting now that she's retired, home retired. So Shout out to live mom. the life. Yeah. Well, if you do decide yeah. to, living to have the dream. free daycare at that hey, point Hey, turn too. up. <laughs> exactly. Turn up. Family benefits. Amen. So, <laughs> so I happen to be home and uh, Adriana and Isabella came over. They're six and eight years old, mm-hmm. and they go to school in Alhambra, uh, the Alhambra School District. And the oldest, Bella, was asking me about my trip to Colombia that I'll be taking next month with Shannon. We're going to go out there to do a photo shoot, nice, um, for this clothing line, and. She said, "Oh, when are you leaving on your trip?" And I said, "Oh, you know what? I'm waiting on the production company to send me the dates." I said, "Oh, how cool. You re- you actually remembered." Mm-hmm. Cuz I think that was like a month ago. And then she said, "I love traveling. I wish I could travel with you. When can I travel with you?" Oh, she's so 8, you said? She's 8. So I, love it. I told her, I said, Bella, that's why you need to do good in school. Mm -hmm. You need to get good grades, stay super focused, go to a good college so you can get a good job. That's a good way of putting it. You know, and then you can travel Mm -hmm. anywhere around the world anytime you want. And she was like, okay, yeah, you know, so the the whole concept of her traveling is what excites her. So, you so gotta, I feel like as a smart parent, you kind of have to, you know what I'm saying? Like incentivize things. them with the things that they already love mm-hmm. and and just tell them that if they go to college and get a degree, that's like what the first step that they can take to realizing what they really want. If they really want to go to the moon or they want to like work in medicine or they want to be a social worker or they want to be a teacher, like whatever they love, I feel like a good parent will nurture that because Mm -hmm. we're all different Mm -hmm. and we all want to do different things and there's enough to go around for everybody. So I feel like if I were a parent, I would want to see what my kids are good at and I would want to encourage them to follow what they love Mm -hmm. and encourage them to go to school for sure, even if they get into entertainment.
2: So, so what Even about they you?
3: eventually want to get into it
2: so what about you carl because you got a couple kids. no just, <laughs> shut just, up your your future children. you cut her off too i did i apologize i just, want, I
0: just wanted to it felt so good saying that yeah it, i know it felt I'm, so good. I'm you today no diamond your, vision your I have shoulder's to not, with your this shoulders all all not time. big enough bro I have okay to with <laughs> be all, the time. all right fair your enough
2: shoulders normal. ain't there so um <laughs> carl yeah no, I apologize. No,
3: you're good. That's, that's Diamond, not, that's diamond vision. vision. Diamond Vision. Boop. And, and I want to say
0: diamond back and it, I was like, yo. <laughs> like a rattlesnake. Yeah. Actually <laughs> like actually, a baseball. Hold
3: on. I just had an idea. How about it's like Diamante? Mm.
0: Right, let me, let me I write just that didn't own. know it. Diamond, diamante, in Espanol. Is that is that that's what it is? Throw in Spanish, Spanish yeah, in that's Diamante. I like it. Diamante. Give me a piece diamante. of paper so I can write that down. No, I don't remember that, that. the,
3: the diamante? competition is done. Diamante. No, he, he wants to write it down so he can remember Ooh, it. Right oh, to write down yeah.
0: diamante. Yeah. I'm to, diamante. I'm trying to, I'm trying to write diamante
3: it down. Diamante vision. Vision. So we're leaving the vision. <laughs> we're leaving the diamond vision, but we're just okay. adding a little spangle to it, girl vision. They'll me with a Tom Brady pass and drop
0: right in my lap.
2: Tom Brady from today with the eleven stitches. Man. Exactly, exactly. So, so, Carl, to that point, like, what about for you? Like, you have you, you have multiple degrees. You've seen them work to your benefit. You, you, I'm sure you know other people that, you know, from high school were entrepreneurs or kind of, you know, took a different path as it pertains to just creating their own life. Is that an expectation for your kids? Is that for them to be successful,
0: they have to go to school? You know, it's a double-edged sword. And the reason why I, I think about it the other way, too, is because some people go to school and they waste their time, and when I say that, that means I mean like they pick a major that like like rec or something like that, and then, you know they're playing duck duck goose in college or something, and now you're you're racking up a bill thirty five thousand. dollars wait 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 I've wait seen wait. People can play we, duck duck goose. The major that she major in don't make no money. what is rec? Like park like rec-, rec-, rec like recreation. Uh, Doug, what is, what is that? What is that that major called? Is it, it, it is rec? Huh? Yeah, it's called rec. Okay.
1: I think ours was like. So see I'm just saying, and like, it was a little deeper than that.
0: The type of job that you're going to get at that point would probably be like a parks and you know city you know type of job. But, but you does don't that, need that to mean that they're wasting for. their time? Yeah. Yes. Because in, in your in your opinion, because which, what I'm saying, yes, in my opinion, <laughs> Carl's opinion, we can go ahead and put a label on that. The reason why I say that is because you don't need a college degree to do that type of job unless you want to work in administration. Then you can go ahead and, and say, like, OK, well, I'm going to get a little more in depth in that. Why run up a bill that's thirty five, forty thousand in, in, in college uh, loan debt and it's going to take you forever to pay it off? So I guess like to to answer your question, if I'm going to encourage someone to go to school, I'm going to also encourage them to do something that's meaningful. Or if they don't want to go to school and it's like, yo, like, I want to do this. I can be like, oh, you, you don't necessarily have to go to school for that. I but don't if think it's their I'll... passion. Yeah, I was going to say. And I
1: feel like one thing, like, I, I have mixed feelings about the things that I learned in college. I, I think it taught me how to think more so than it taught me information. Um, But I feel like you can't take away, like, a degree is something that can't be taken away. Facts. You I can agree. lose a lot of things in life. You can lose jobs. You can lose, you know, people. But you the can't fingers. lose. You, you, you can lose fingers. fingers yeah. But you can't lose that piece of education. And um, for me, I think college, the most important thing that I got from college is learning how to navigate life, learning how to make connections, learning how to think, um, you know, and to me, it doesn't matter if my degree actually led to the highest paying job. That knowledge that I learned was invaluable.
2: Could you do the job that you do now with I mean, obviously, there's criteria to, in place, to but to could get.
1: I could have done this prior to getting a degree. I believe that the, the job that I do now, I could have. Um, and honestly, the reason why I went back even for a master's was because, you know, I graduated during like <laughs> one of the toughest job markets out there. And everything that I was applying to was like master's or equivalent. Yeah. So I was like, cool, run it. Let's get it. Um, and that's the only reason why I, I have a master's today, because it was just the the types of opportunities that I needed weren't available with my BA. So um, I think that children of the next generation are going to run into some issues because college is such a thing now with like online college and mm-hmm. things like that. That it's I I tell kids all the time the bachelor's is becoming the high school diploma. If so so get it together I was because gonna... it's the the bachelor is be, by the time you graduate. That's gonna be a high school diploma, and you'll need that for McDonald's, like straight up. And I was gonna all say jokes that, aside.
2: Yeah, that the master's is the, now the new BA, like absolutely that's entry level for a lot of positions. For a that lot of positions, ten
0: years ago you could have gotten with a BA.
1: I'm in sometimes you, high school.
0: I'm gonna tell you a story, and you let me know what you think about that. So about, about you telling a story. Yeah, no, <laughs> I can my, tell you right. My story's got a good point. Chill, <laughs> chill. Gotta simmer down my boy um he he went to college you know did athletics and everything and then he had a general um a general kines major right kinesics meaning like kinesiology oh, okay cuz i was like you in these like abbreviations oh, like, I, knew. I'm, I'm, I'm I got put, you bro. i'm gonna break it down for you so he had a general kinesics major right so by the time he graduated and realized that he wasn't going to go pro in the sport that he was playing right he found out that the the major that he had there was nothing for it so he ended up having to go back to school and specify or or be specific in what he wanted to learn. The
1: specialization. Yeah, specialization so that he
0: was able to get a job. So at that point, yes, it was a waste of four years for that person, you know, to sit here and acquire knowledge that he can't even necessarily apply. That's my point. And I see your head and nodding, I- so you kind of get what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't go to college. I'm saying if you're going to go... You know, make it but make your time useful. Make the that. best of it yes. while you're there, yes. so you don't have to backpedal. Right, and yeah,
3: then exactly. to that
1: extent, I want to talk to the college counselor Fact. because somebody should have told him that this major is not going to get you where you need to be. And I but I think he was probably it. banking on going pro, mm-hmm. and so I know a lot of people who do go to college, kind of, or with the intention of going pro, they're not as like focused on an academic type of major. There's a lot of general studies and, and things like that, but like counselors. Who are paid to get kids through college need to tell them that you need to do something specific because what if
0: they just want to keep you eligible though you know we, we and that's
1: we, we need to shift that too that's a whole other conversation. Everybody that at Fresno State
0: was a rec major, <laughs> you know what I mean, playing Doug, That needs Doug to shift,
1: games. but also not
0: everybody. I'll say something. Yeah.
1: Well, I I also have a question. So I know growing up as a black woman, a lot of times we hear or I I heard people. Telling kids, like, oh, play sports, do music, this is the way to excel. Like, sports, music, things like that. Were there any things like that growing up, Latina, that you were told were, like, the keys to success? You know what? Or getting out and, you know, elevating up.
3: Not specifically from my parents or any sort of counseling group, I couldn't say. I think mm-hmm. because my parents moved here from Mexico at 13, mm-hmm. learned the language, adapted, gave us a really good middle class, um, you know, uh, family growing up. We were a middle class mm-hmm. family and they provided for us. My mom got her master's at 45 years old nice. just to be able to make more money in her mm-hmm. in her sector of the industry. Um they just really pushed education they just pushed going to school they were like you play soccer you're great we'll we'll put you in that you know in in ayso and then you Mm -hmm. can go from there and play club soccer and do the special tournaments where you're traveling and things like that to play but their thing was like education so i actually had in high school uh i was part of the avid program mm-hmm. so that was like a zero period class girl so we were like in class at like 6am yeah before first Avid period was started serious. and mm-hmm. I was in the AVID program for four years because of my parents
1: yeah and see like in my household it was the same thing like any you love music cool you're doing music extracurricularly <laughs> it's not going to be your focus and that's not going to be how you know if it happens it happens but you know mm-hmm. education was always pushed first like I didn't grow up thinking college was an option like when I found out people like it was optional I was like wait what Mm. Like this is not a a requirement. Like I yeah, didn't, it wasn't an a you know for from like I remember conversations at like seven, and I was like, "I'm going to UCLA," yeah, like from seven years old. So it's yeah, okay, yeah.
0: Hey, you know what? What I think it's time for the runaround. The runaround, runaround. Woo-hoo.
2: So as an idea for today's runaround, I think that we should hand it over to our guest and let her. <gasps> present oh, the topic okay. oh, all right i get i get it i get it i get it i, get it. I, I mean know she knows talent it. and all so. <laughs> it you know, turns out she know what the people she want. an expert at mm-hmm. the talent she manages it <laughs> all right okay okay okay. so diamante
1: yes
3: diamante
2: what what yes. what would be a good runaround topic for today
3: i mean i think people love to talk about relationships and Ooh, dating my so bad. testing the testing the tools we ain't never, <laughs> go ahead, it. Go we ain't ahead. never made it to the timer i just <laughs> had to make sure it worked though no, go ahead i'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, so I was just saying, like, I think people want to know what your take would be on relationships and, like, dating and sex. But what's coming to mind more specifically is, like, what does it mean to the other person you're dating if you sleep with them on the first date? Mm. That's 2000. Ah. Oh, You oh, right. oh, know what? <laughs> That's that bottle. Popping bottles. Anyway, you got to pop something on that one. If we're we going to have to answer this
0: question, I'm going to have to pour cork. up a little bit. <laughs> Wait, we go ahead and pour up? There we go. Okay, so what it means to the other person.
3: Yeah, so like, let's just say in a heterosexual... Situation, and of course, we're acknowledging not everybody's a heterosexual, right? Okay. So just right. So let's say I'm going on a date with a guy. It's our first date. We've already been talking though, right? For a few sessions prior, like texting on calls, whatever. Okay. Maybe he facetimes me. We're talking. Okay. Finally, we go on our first date, and then he like starts making moves, and I give in. And if I do sleep with him, what does that mean? Like, how is he gonna perceive me? Mm. <sighs> So,
1: like go ahead. You
3: go ahead. Thinking, you you go
0: ahead and thinking. you start my time. I'm ready. I'm Ooh. gonna go ahead and go for
1: Oh, you ready? I'm gonna get it
0: out. Do the way. we have the timer ready? Because I uh, want everyone to get my answers by the time all all y'all chime oh, in. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> that is fair. That is fair. All right. So the perception of what that person. Wait, you started? No, I haven't started yet. No, I'm saying. I think he's he's uh, reaching for
2: clarification. clarification Yeah, Carl.
3: So just like the meaning of having sex on the first date. What are the perceptions for the other person? Right, because this is the first time you're seeing them in person. Again, though, you've maybe talked to them, texted with them, FaceTimed them, communicated with them before. I'm gonna hit
2: the ringer today. (laughs) I think I'm gonna hit the ringer. So yeah. we agreed that this topic is is getting sixty
0: seconds. Yeah, sixty. And this topic is definitely getting grown. Five episodes in. So congratulations. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we grown. Are you ready? All right, I'm folks. Let here, him take that here's final. Tip. I'm his ready. the business. Here we go. All right, on your get mark, me the hell out of here. <laughs>
1: get set,
0: go. All right. So I guess looking at it, the perception of that person. I guess I have to look at what I'm actually after too, though. You know what I mean? If I'm, if I'm like, you know, looking at this person and and I'm making judgments on them, it's like, well, what do I expect out of them? You know what I mean? It's like, yo, this is the end goal. Like, yo, I just need to get in there. And once I'm out of there, you know, it's like, all right, well, just being real. Like, it it really depends on what your perception is. They will get me the hell out of here. Trust me. Um, But then if, if it's something that's long term, then I would probably even question myself, especially if they start bringing up other topics like, oh, you know, I've dated you know, frequently in the past, and then I started thinking about the numbers game. I'm like, well, dang, like, if if I made it on the first one, you know. <sighs> yeah, I know, and it, it goes through your mind. I'm not saying that I'm necessarily right or wrong, but, you know, it's something that you think about. And then my mom, she always cracks me up. She was like, well... You know, if you're going to sit out here and you're going to date these women and stuff like that, you know, you better be careful. You better strap up because you're going to have to press the P. You know. <laughs> I, told you I, I told you I was going to make it. I told you I was going to make
2: it. And I'm so mad that this is the runaround topic because I have so many. Lines. I
1: have so many questions. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That's cool. So so I think don't ask me no questions. I think we should take it back to elementary school and go boy, girl, boy,
0: girl. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> That's on you.
1: So before I start, I'm going to say that this is not necessarily representative of my <laughs> behaviors and or interactions. So just dad to clear earmuffs, the ear Dad, earmuffs. Earmuffs, dad. <laughs> Girl, sin miedo.
3: <laughs> <laughs> si se puede. Yes, I can. Okay.
2: Wait, hold on. We got Carl. Can you hook her oh, up? Because yeah, it's yeah, taboo. Yeah, yeah, I right, can't right. do my own time. Not, no, not, time. No, no, it's no, no, like that, taboo. That is a grown folks business rule. All right.
0: Here we go.
1: All right. We grown, right? We grown. Okay.
0: Three, two, one.
1: So. In this world, um, you know, things have changed. I believe that at some point in time, there was a lot of merit to, you know, waiting until marriage. And as you know, the average person in our generational cohort, that has not been their experience. Um, What I will say, though, from my thoughts, um, you know, if something like sleeping with someone happens towards the beginning, I can't see myself wanting to be with them. In general, like you might be a jump off at that point, because if it's somebody <laughs> that I'm actually interested in, I'm going to want to build an actual foundation before anything happens, before any lines are crossed, because I want to know who you are for real. So for me, it's just like if some if, if we get it popping way in the beginning, you can almost gather that this is not going to be a real thing for me. And I don't know where he's coming from because, I you know, I, I can't speak for him. But for me.
0: Mm.
2: This might
1: not be a real thing. Yo, there we go. There We're we going to have to cut hey,
2: that. We, hey, we all making okay. it to hey, the time to, of the oh, day. We got to cut that little last part out. You went after <laughs> the time. <laughs> oh, man. All
1: right, is it
2: my turn? That's a rough Boy, one. Boy, girl. That one was rough. What? Yeah, that's all And like I do. said, that was my Listen,
0: don't you do that 10-second thing you be doing the man, two woman, woman. episodes
2: either.
1: And like bro, I said, that was not representative of me necessarily. It's just some thoughts I've heard people speak about. All right, y'all ready? You ready? Do you want me to start the time before you? Well, I can't do my own time. I see
0: why they drink mimosas. This is my first time I ever have one. No, I was I, I, I was saying that earlier. I was like, I don't think I've ever had one either. Yeah, really. Like, mm-mm. Can you go to a bar and order that? You don't yeah. brunch?
1: Yeah, like no, I don't
0: brunch. brunch. Hey, that's imagine. another runaround topic,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? That should be the topic. You don't brunch.
0: A group of brothers br- uh, brunching. <laughs> oh, you have- Oh,
1: that's about to be our brothers
0: event. Brunchin'. Brothers brunch. <laughs> brothers brunch. That should have been the that's
1: podcast. That's an event. Hand me the syrup, dog. <laughs> oh, okay, I will say in Vegas. Yes. In Vegas, Lavo has like the best brunch in Vegas. If you're there when the pool seasons are shut down, you have got to check out Lavo, like the best. All right, we'll, we'll keep that you. in mind. My- Palazzo. Yes, you heard it here yeah. first. That's a club too, huh? Yeah, it's a it's a day party, but it's brunch and like the food is actually amazing. My well, dad to
0: hit that up then. You can
1: eat then dance on the, the table. Right I mind? say
3: we go to Lavo in the summer and record an episode there. Mm. Let's do it Talent do management
2: that. at its best. Yeah, there we Let's go. MVP. Over brunch. That.
0: Over, brunch. Doug, over brunch. Get your permission slip ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be some brothers' hey, brunch. It's so great to tell a joke about him and he can't fight back. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs>
2: His lip is trembling. All right, is okay, my, is you my ready, timer you ready?
1: All right, on your mark, It's set, go.
2: Okay, so there's, like, so many different ways that you could tackle this uh, particular subject matter. But I think that if you do go on a date with a young lady, and she, and I'm just speaking from my, you know, a male's perspective, and she lets you smash on the first date, like, if you like her, like, continue to like her. Like, don't let that be a judgment, because what she did is what you did. So if you're judging her, you have to judge yourself, right? hmm but that's it.
1: What's the real though, Because oh, I feel like, what's the real though? What's your real thoughts?
2: Well, no, because I I, I know and this is definitely like not abiding by uh, runaround rules. <laughs> but I feel like I have known a lot of people in situations where they have these again these standards. Like, oh well, she let me smash within this amount of time, so she must be. And I'm like, well, then what are you? And that's if you funny. and if you like her, then continue to like her mm-hmm. and just feel fortunate that she let you do that that soon.
1: Fortunate
0: That's it. To yeah. Okay. I, I still want them to choose a winner because I feel like, yeah.
1: We still got one more. Yeah, yeah you
0: always no, do no, that. No no, 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 no. I don't always do that. Okay. There we go. See, you even made though it to you the didn't time. need you it. See, how I stretched you <laughs> <nice>. Pause. <laughs> okay, so Pause. We, we,
2: we have one more opinion, and I feel like, you know, just based upon previous history, that our guests always give a very. Um, Unique perspective because they're not the people that you know our listeners hear on a bi weekly basis. So, last but grab you, that I, I so
0: seen quick. That see that. Like, <laughs> I see that. You got shot. that on camera? <laughs> that there you go. Well. There we go. There you go. Yay!
2: Sometimes you got to flex your wrist on it. I'm telling you what, that's probably going to be the clip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What caused Diamante Vision so, to so grab we, the bottle? Do we have her <laughs> timer ready? You I, I stay. One.
3: Oh, no, my bad. Yeah, I, I, stay like, oh. I stay ready. I stay ready. All right, we good. We good. On your mark. Get set. Go. So I'm going to be super real and just say it how it is for me in my current situation. So I'm single. Mm-hmm. I've been single. I've been dating. So all of 2017, you know, I dated. I actually went on an app for the first time. All right. And I don't think I'll do it again. I don't mm. think I'll do it again. I feel like, or maybe I need to try a better one or a different one. But I just feel like the guys weren't representative of what their profile said. Like, I, I, I met him and he was, like, this tall. Mm. Oh, I, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh, my God. It was, it was so, two feet when she yeah. showed it. So, so, again, being newly <laughs> single in 2018, if I do sleep with you on the first date, mad props to you because that means you did a whole lot of things right like like just basically Get me more intrigued in who you are. Get me excited about who you are. Like, I already have certain things in my head that I want to know about you. Like, I know where you're going this year. And if we're going in that same direction, like what C said, like, you can't judge that. You know what I'm saying? You just got to, like, go with the flow. And if it's right, it's right. So, props to you if you get me on the first date.
0: All right. Yeah, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, like, what would you need to do to, like, really impress a talent manager that's seen it all? Like, what talent do you need? I'm dropping oh, it in the I'm helicopter I'm sure they
1: got talent. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure are kind of doing
0: that. Helicopter right there, I am just there, bro. Yo, you ain't never seen this, huh?
3: <laughs> he
2: said he's gonna drive a car and
0: a motorcycle at the same
2: time. See, and, I'm telling you and about jungle. that
1: height thing. I'm five ten without heels, so I always oh deduct two God, inches girl. from whatever they say because they be
3: lying. Yeah, they're lying. They be lying. It sucks because it's like a waste of time. Yeah. So know. you better pay for the dinner because you lied to me. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like come on and i'm gonna still be cute
1: i'm gonna look how i look in my pictures Mm. because i'll put my lashes on and everything so don't play
3: yeah these are lash extensions don't play we all know that right they'll be on okay i got a little foundation on some blush eyeliner lipstick and a a little little makeup setting spray yeah Yeah. hello what's wrong wrong with that that ain't a lie
2: i think (laughs) this is the part where we say and that (laughs) was the runaround
0: all right back to our regularly scheduled programming
2: (laughs) so um on a regular basis, we have a lot of testosterone in the room when we're recording. So I'm glad ding, that ding. we have more of a female presence to kind of like level the playing field. We've been talking a lot about careers and you know, our own respective journeys. Um, Mel, thank you for being so open to kind of sharing a little bit about yourself. Of course, um, thank you. So we talked about your past, but in the here and now, as um a Latino woman, what are some of the things that you feel like specific to your cultural background and your gender? Um, that have either helped you get to the position that you're in or may have even been a barrier to that. There's a lot of different things kind of going on. So I just want to know, like, from an entertainment standpoint, you have a very unique perspective of maybe things that may have happened to you or to other people that you know that maybe you could – share with
0: us and also add to that like even being a woman or a female um a, in woman. Your industry, a woman a, a woman, woman you were right females right too but i feel like mm-hmm. that's low-key disrespectful so well, let's right. let's so not let's, right. let's, <laughs> let's ask let's ask a woman. so it's not right <laughs> okay let me turn woman to my left
1: Women's appropriate continue
0: woman is woman appropriate <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking
1: i don't think you finished did you finish yeah your no question? you didn't
0: You didn't finish your thought. I did finish my thought. I I just wanted to get a perspective of how it's like being a woman in that in in your industry.
3: Okay. Yeah. Get it. Totally. Okay. So I think the things that are working in my advantage are that the Latino community is strong and growing when it Mm -hmm. comes to the entertainment business in terms of talent that are working. And also, for example, even like ticket buyers. Mm-hmm. The Latino community is the largest that buys tickets on like a box office opening mm. weekend, oh. so we're very valuable to the industry, mm. right? Is that California
1: 16. or is that United States? That's
3: I'm talking about in California. Okay, yeah, cool. in California for sure, and, and nationwide. I'm not sure what that looks like, okay. so I don't want to miss. Yeah, anything, I just wanted but, to make sure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like okay. if you look at some of the statistics on on any box office opening weekend, we are the biggest community that goes out to support. Black films, independent films, These are Mexican films, or whatever type of film, mm-hmm. horror, drama, comedy. <laughs> 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 that horror was so crucial. It was out of nowhere, too. I was like, okay, i was ready for it. <laughs> Ideal smell. All right. <laughs> sure. so, Diamante. I just had to say it to remember it. My bad. Keep going. <laughs> so, brands and um, production companies are recognizing that. Mm-hmm. and they're employing more of us to work in the industry in different capacities so I think that's that's a good thing um, I think it's just tough overall being a woman in any industry to be honest with you it might be easier in like nursing or education right where maybe or social I don't work, know. maybe because I, I was know, thinking about
1: this and I'm like it even just if it's
3: tough all around
1: because even in fields where like it's more woman dominated a lot of times the higher ups are men still. So even though mm-hmm. you might be on the actual field with a lot of other women in the industry, the people who everyone's answering to still tend to be men so and then a imagine, lot of times white men.
3: Imagine entertainment. It's yeah, super male-dominated. Oh, I believe You in. know, like agents and attorneys and producers, directors, writers. So you definitely have to like finesse the situation as a woman Mm -hmm. which then that turns kind of like into a positive if you have charisma if you're smart Mm -hmm. if you can bring men together in a way that they cannot bring themselves together Mm -hmm. then you have an advantage and i think that's where i've been able to that's the biggest thing i've been able to take from being a latina female in the management world of entertainment Mm -hmm. is like it's it's not about you know, why I have to be, you know, in charge and I have to be the one to say how it's going to be at the end of the day. No, it's more like, well, let me bring the key players together mm-hmm. so we can get a deal done. And If I happen to be the only woman in the room, but the men are getting the credit and the men are the ones doing the work, then so be it. I'm the the magician that brought it together. Mm-hmm. And that's my gift.
0: That's life, though. Because like, I even just, when you said that, I was just thinking about like behind every good man is a strong woman. I just thought about that when she said that. That's crazy to me. <laughs> that is life, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I I don't know if you guys heard this anecdote, but I I can remember um, there was this interview where uh, it was Barack and Michelle and they were in a restaurant. And Michelle was like, "You know, I used to date that guy, and it was this guy working um, at the restaurant." And Brock was like, "Well, aren't you good? Or Aren't you glad that you you uh, got with me instead of him?" She was like, "Well, if I got with him, he would have been president." And hey. I was like, "Yes, hey. yes," and I was like, "Talk I'm about build, it. I'm gonna build me. Talk about okay. it. Shoot. I build, I build a Barack. Hey, build a Barack instead of build a bear. That's crazy.
3: Oh so, man. So you."
0: Know, So really quick, if I can
3: just say, I just think people need to get in where they fit in and not be so concerned about what happened, what they said about the race card, the gender card. If you have a vision, if you have a vision, you need to stick to it and just get in where you fit in and go from there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you can get a scholarship because you came from a low income black household and you have straight A's and you're in at Compton High School and you're trying to go to like a UCLA or a USC and you're trying to come up, play that to your advantage. Yeah. Why not? There's yeah. nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. And it'll be part of your story. Like, you know, nobody's motivated by the great things you've done, per se. We're motivated by the trials that it took you to, to get through, to get to this point. So I, I love it. I love that standpoint. So
2: so, in, at any point in your journey, have you ever experienced prejudice?
1: I
3: think overtly, yes, you know, like, it It wasn't, it wasn't like in the last podcast episode where I heard was, the, what was the guy's name? I don't want to butcher his name. Nate Howard. Yeah. No, 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 Joe. Oh, oh Joe. Joe. Oh, Joe, Joe. Oh, Joe. He was at the gym Two and, then, yeah. oh, then, yeah. and then, and then the, the girl was like, oh, no, like, I can't, like, Cause date you because you're white. Uh-huh. Like, it hasn't been like that. Mm-hmm. It's been more like agents in the industry will be like, okay, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah, just go ahead and send me their resume and just, like, send me their stuff. And, you know, I'll go ahead and I'll see if it fits the, you know, the specs of the script. And it's Mm. like we both know that it fits.
1: We know what you're saying without you saying it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We
3: both know that my client is probably gonna knock it out of the park but because you have another agenda or because you're a macho man who doesn't want to give a female an opportunity Mm -hmm. you're just gonna kind of like brush it under the rug and just say yeah like just like kind of like get in line right you know what i mean Right. so i have felt that yeah a little bit and i'm just kind of like okay well just watch me So what do we- you'll see me. You'll hear about me. You'll hear about my clients, anyway. So you're, you're gonna work with me now? Excuse me. <laughs> no, good. no, but that was real. We grow. Tag on we grow. Our, uh, we, we grow. Anyway, yeah, so don't worry you do. about it. You're gonna mess with me now, or you'll, or, or you'll see me later. You yeah. Know? So I'm giving be you a, a part of the journey, now. or
1: be exactly. waving exactly from below. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So
2: y'all see where the Cardi B comment came in now? No, but it's your vision. She got, she got a little edge to it. I like that. It's the diamante. So, so in, from 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 your seat, what do we do about that?
3: Well, you just continue to, first of all, surround yourself with good people that believe in you, that encourage you, that put you in the position to win. Perfect example, my publicist, Maggie. You know, she brought me here today. Shout out, Maggie. Shout out to Maggie. That's true. We met in college. We lived together. She's one of the smartest women uh, that I know, one of my best friends. And she's put me in the position to share my story. So that's what we need to continue to do, to get me on platforms like the Grown Folks Business Podcast to share and encourage other Latina women, women in general, men in general, Mm -hmm. that a more diverse, group of people in any industry will make it better.
1: Absolutely.
2: So on previous episodes, we've kind of talked about this, and this wasn't anything that we even actually planned on talking
0: about. But I kind of want to throw it into the.
2: All mix. Right, right, let's go. There go. Uh-uh. Do it. He, he
0: would not be seized if he did not do that. Facts. <laughs> Love well, this guy.
2: Well, it, it comes up. I feel like every episode, so I feel like maybe we we haven't had an opportunity for somebody to speak on this subject matter that wasn't. Oh, I know where you're at right now. So yep, knew it. A lot of people they look at what we have going on here, the content that we put out, and they say like, "Oh, you guys have a black podcast or a black owned mm-hmm. business." Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the three hosts are black, and mm-hmm. outside of that, like we talk about things that are kind of like near and dear to us. But I don't feel like we like push that all the time. But it's, it's going to come out in the conversations that we have because that's the perspective. It's our that lens. We have. So, from your seat at the mm-hmm. grown folks business table, what would you categorize this
3: as? A freaking awesome podcast that everybody <laughs> needs to be listening to, he didn't, he so didn't they like can that just answer. expand no. their <laughs> awareness of life and just. We Get inspired podcasts. to get it.
2: I didn't know who was going to speak up. If it was going to be like talent Man- manager Mel, if it was going to be Diamante Vision.
3: <laughs>
1: no, vision. It's Spanglish. The, I, I, I just, Diamante Vision. I just wanted it's, it's, to give Spanglish. it like the, the, the point. <laughs> we right established that the wow, okay, wow, language is
3: Spanglish. <laughs> so if I could share, I actually um, was part of a deal with CBS where I put together the first bilingual podcast with two... Um, radio entertainment personalities and amber rose is was the executive producer of that podcast um and so i thought it was super important to use the podcast platform um to just get a different perspective out in the world about what it is to be human to be young to be a millennial to Mm -hmm. be a working entrepreneur all of that right Mm -hmm. so This is awesome to see you guys doing this. And your skin color just so happens to be brown. Mm -hmm. But your perspective and your conversations are universal. So Mm -hmm. if anybody thought otherwise, I'm just (laughs) setting the record straight.
0: (laughs) And we we appreciate you for
3: that. I love it. Yeah. I love
0: it. And that's the thing, too, because I think like more so of us just, you know, happening to be black. It's like we're doing something for the community, though. You know what I mean? In, In terms of like, you know, uplifting and showing like there's. Everyday heroes, like the, the number one thing I heard you say was like, you know, and some things that I do, I also, you know, if I'm putting it together and if I get the recognition for it or not, you know, so be it. Just as long as I put the work in. Exactly. This platform is for, you know, people like yourself to get that recognition. It's Thank like, yo, you. we got some dope people, you know, that, that we know right that our are circles. doing some cool stuff. You know? Absolutely. Thank so you. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts in terms of like helping your community?
3: So this holiday season, I actually took a trip down to an orphanage in TJ okay. that um one of my best friends um organized. And, you know, there's just so much work to be done. Yeah. And so much craziness going on in the world that honestly every little bit helps. Yeah. So I make it a point every season to do something, every quarter to find out. Which just within my circle, which of my other professional girlfriends are organizing something and mm-hmm. contribute in any way I can. I love it. You know, so that's like my one of my goals. The um, the second thing I focus on is a few of my talent um, that are a little bit more popular and influential do have 501c3 nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Misión Guatemala, Guatemala is one of them. So Josie Ochoa created that organization about three years ago and she's taken three trips to Guatemala already. Oh, yeah. where she's basically gathered funds and just basic necessities of life that kids out there need and she's taken trips out there so we're planning one for 2018 as well so I encourage the talent that I have that do have the resources to do that mm-hmm. to create an organization or partner with another influential organization mm-hmm. to kind of like lend their name as an ambassador to give back so
0: so then your thing is more all of uh... Because cause now it seems like you're, like, worldwide or just everywhere, just anywhere I can help at, not even just, like, specific one place, though.
3: Yeah, no. So my, my focus is with um, uh, Sunshine Alegria Outreach, which is the name of the orphanage that I do support through my friend Gloria. Mm-hmm. Um, that definitely is a priority moving forward. I will always participate in those causes. But then, yes, with my talent, encouraging them to build their organizations out as well. Okay. And a lot of them are international because, again, I rep... Someone who's from Venezuela, mm-hmm. from Colombia, from Guatemala. Right. They are American. They consider themselves mm-hmm. to be American, but those are their roots. So right. that's where they Absolutely. where they give back.
2: I hear that. I hear that. Absolutely. So, if you were Carl's talent manager, what would you change about him? Lord, probably give me a lineup. Do we have enough? <laughs> <laughs> we, we just kind of want to see your vision for Carl.
3: Well, first of all, I want to know: Do you sing Mexican regional, or do you sing banda, yeah. or mm. Spanish románticas? I want first. Can I think you it's can you, can you sing for us? First I, can, of all?
0: I can rap, not in Spanish. I feel like I need to hear first that po- first. first. First, first, podcast. My name was uh, was it, was it Kente Brown? That's right. Yeah, and that's and, all I got to me though. I, yeah, and there's no singing. And his <laughs> album
2: is kind of similar to your name. It's called Donut Vision. <laughs> De- Diamante, don't know, Okay, no, it all go together. Okay, it definitely. Doesn't. No, no. But on a, on a serious note, like we we've sat on, for hours on end, kind of talking about what the the end game is going to be for us and what we'd like to get from this podcast. So just like you know, in a hypothetical sense, if we said, you know what, we're going to go to MVP Management and we're going to get a little advice on how we mm-hmm. can push our brand. Okay, what advice could you give us?
3: So definitely engage with the professionals that you have access to Mm -hmm. to invite them on your show like Mm -hmm. me right and just like talk to them have them um, open up have them share Mm -hmm. um, what you guys are doing so now that I've been on here once I get the link I'll post it right and share it and just kind Mm -hmm. of like a ripple effect will happen from there um, I see you guys are in good hands with your producer, who's you know taking care Doug. of the, the back end situation. So Aww, definitely always have somebody mouth. who's going to be with you day to day, managing those little details, which are the most important because the devil is in the details. And
2: the devil is a liar. Um, can you <gasps> can you can you say his name in the mic? Because everything you say, it just comes off so great. Because we might use that as a drop too for
0: for duck.
3: I would love to record drops with you when when we're done with this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a little mini, no, I'm not going to lie, it's on a demo reel, but I did do a little intro to, to to a podcast for somebody and I think it sounds pretty cool. So yeah, please Oops. use my voice as much as you can. Oh, okay, <laughs> we,
2: we definitely will enlist yeah. your services.
3: Yeah, but just... Keep doing what you guys are doing. Build the brand. And, and the brand is going to be your personality. It's going to be your voice. It's mm-hmm. going to be authentic. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be controversial, provocative. Um, It's going to be entertaining. And you have to have a mix of all of that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you can't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm here for the community and I want to do good. And you can't just be like, <laughs> oh, we just want to gossip and talk, you know, drama. Finding and, that balance. You know what? Yeah, yeah, it has to be both because we're well-rounded. So if you're prof- promoting what it is to be a grown person—it's mm-hmm. to have all those aspects, and it's to—you know what I'm saying—it's to be a professional, it's to be healthy, it's mm-hmm. to be sexy, it's yeah. to be—you know—entertaining, controversial, all of those things. So you guys just keep building that, and 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 I assure you, it's going to catch fire, and it's going to—it's going to go from there.
0: This is going to come way off the cuff. But, you know, I always have one. If you were going to sell me a timeshare and you, like, went into that whole spiel that you oh just went God. right now, I'm buying that timeshare. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, hey, he's,
2: thank, he's, thank you well, for he, that. I think it's usually coined as you could sell, sell water to a whale. Yeah, that's
0: real. <laughs> salt to a snail? No.
1: no. Snail, snails
0: need salt? It's, you got the Jay-Z hat on, huh? so that's that's what's got you. Uh, yeah, that was, the yeah. Feeling yeah, There you go. All okay. right. All right. So,
2: um... Again, we've, we've talked about a lot. We appreciate you definitely for being here and kind of giving us a little bit of advice on how we can grow our business. Um, but we just want to give you a moment to talk about anything that you're working on right now. Um, definitely just reiterate um, where people can find you on social media and if they want to um, enlist your services, how they can get in contact with you.
3: Sure. Awesome. Thank you. So you can follow me on Instagram at thelovelymvp. That is my personal page. I like to post about what I eat, where I travel, what I do. Uh, I like to show off my clients too. And um, one thing I'm looking forward to this year is um, creating a platform basically where I can give people tips from a manager's perspective as to how to start their business and how to grow their business. So I'm still kind of in the midst of formulating whether that's going to be just like audio, like little voice memos that I send out to a mass group of people or emails with like a little video of me sharing something, um, I don't know that I'm ready to do the whole like YouTube launch, YouTube thing mm-hmm. personally for myself, but I feel like twenty eighteen has to be about me sharing what I know as a manager. So I'm thinking like maybe like I don't know, maybe conference calls that I'll set up and invite certain people to be a part of and just share more insights on the business to encourage people to to follow their entrepreneurial spirits. So yeah, definitely follow me and um
2: Yeah. Okay. So Um, and I know this is going to seem odd as a parting note, but given what you do in the field that you work in, we are in such an important time because there's just a lot of different things going on as it pertains to men and women relating in the workplace and the appropriateness of certain interactions. Um, And you, you speak with such confidence, which I feel like will be important for a lot of women to hear and to just encourage them to Continue to be vigilant and you know, what they're striving for. It'll definitely be important for people of color because your story definitely talks about um, your parents and how they came from humble beginnings and really strive to work hard so that you could do the things that you're doing Mm -hmm. right now. So can you kind of talk about how some of the things that have come out in the news—and you don't have to speak about anything um, specifically—has kind of— affected the way that you navigate has empowered you to you know speak up when you see things that are occurring that are inappropriate or anything to that effect
3: yeah so with the whole you know sexual harassment suits and all that that has been coming to light i mean i'm sure that's what you're talking about yeah i'm just so excited it's coming out you guys because it's been happening for many many years mm-hmm. right and this is a turning point you know and if you heard oprah's speech Yes, um, at the Golden Globes, she turned it up. I was like crying the whole time listening because she was like, "Girls, it's like a new horizon, and it totally is." Because if you if you read the the letter that Salma Hayek wrote uh, in the LA Times about Mm -hmm. her experience working with uh, Harvey Weinstein and and in terms of the whole Frida production, which was like her baby, her dream that he you know like helped her with, Mm -hmm. basically, you'll see that she had to endure so much crap Mm -hmm. like it's such crap and it sucks that she felt like she had to deal with it at the time right but the good news is and i'm glad you know hopefully all these women that have come out are psychologically emotionally dealing with the trauma and 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 i'm asserting that they will be okay and that it is a new day for them Mm. that our generation now like our girls like we don't need to deal with that yeah so that's why this is happening it's happening so that us women now who are working and who are growing up in this new digital age Mm -hmm. can know that if like there's a red flag like just like stay away yeah you know like when you're driving the light turns red you don't cross it like yeah just turn around bounce you don't got to deal with that Mm -hmm. you know the harassment continues and will continue as long as you feel like you are obligated to engage in a particular relationship to come up in your career and that's not necessary
1: yeah and Unfortunately, I think for so long, that just has been the standard. You want to yep. get up, you need you know who you need to sleep with. Exactly. And I know you know, I've had conversations with people who have delved into the entertainment industry, and they talk about it all the time, like, oh, it's just the norm. Oh, you want to be on that. You go handle your business in the back room with this person. And I think that people bringing this to light is definitely going it's creating a stir already. And, you know, fortunately, it, we're stopping a lot of people. Unfortunately, I do think that there are probably a couple of people bandwagoning when maybe, you know, it's it's a blurry, it's a slippery slope and it's a blurred line for sure in some instances. But um, I think above all else, um, it's just bringing light to this and people are standing up and saying that this is not appropriate and I'm more, I, I have talent. Exactly. I don't need to do this because I actually have something to give you. My talent will speak for itself. Exactly. I have something here. Exactly. and. Exactly.
2: So start being somebody that um doesn't work in the entertainment field, how mm-hmm. like what have your experiences been like?
1: In terms of uh sexual harassment?
2: Or just just being a woman in the workplace and having to deal with adversity and potentially um, even, you know, things of a sexual nature.
1: Yeah. Well, I can talk about um, so if you've not seen my full shape, I am a very curvy woman. And even from a young age, I've always had to monitor that because other people felt like my physical body was inappropriate more than my actual clothing. It was my physical body that they had the issue with. So Mm -hmm. I remember even working as a youth um, at one of my jobs. um, This guy used to complain like, oh, she dresses, you know, her clothes are too tight and this, that and the third. And um, without going into too many details about that situation, that man eventually got fired Mm. because it turned out and it had nothing to do with me. But it turned out that I was a means to this pattern. And by him saying these things to me, people caught on like, why is he so invested on this young woman's clothing? And so, you know, I've been at work and there are situations where people will be like, oh, that dress is a little tight, that skirt. And then I see other women whose skirts and dresses are shorter than mine, but their figure is not like mine. And it's okay. And I'm like, hmm, I've told people, let me come to work in that skirt and see if I don't get pulled in every corner because you know it's so it's a, about monitoring um our physical body and that's something that I do uh come into issues with and have um conversations about fairly frequently and I feel like I dress appropriate as appropriate as possible like something else is always going to be poking no matter what I wear <laughs> like let's let's just start there it's always going to be a poke but you know mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to be aware and mindful of these things. And even in the church house, don't distract the men. Oh, Lord,
0: Jesus. No. And deep. Focus now, on Jesus. That's, cool. That's slippery slope. Yeah, I was like, yeah. like. I don't want them to get me out of here already.
1: I'm just saying. I'll Because, say, I mean, even my mom has had to speak up for me. Like, I remember um, I got in trouble because I had on a top. Lo and behold, I have boobies.
0: Lo and behold! Look so at <laughs> look at God, but you
1: know somebody was like, "Oh, her shirt is." too And my mom was like, "She'll look sexy if she comes to church in a hoodie because of her body." So that's something that you have to monitor and yeah, you your fix yourself. With that oh no, no! The shout hoodie. out to moms. I, I feel like she ad
2: libbed
0: that. Her mom didn't say it.
2: Okay, so she like might have
1: not had that tone. Okay, but it's probably a cardigan. <laughs> but my mom, no, my mom like literally told someone, you know, she would look like this if she wore a hoodie because yeah. that's her body. And there's nothing, she's not chopping it off, God willing, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. absent of illness, I'd have no plans of cutting it off. So, you know, it's, it's real. And, you know, our bodies are all like, they're always on the line. We're always being looked at, you know, oh, does she provoke what she's wearing? We Mm -hmm. hear that a lot when it comes to sexual harassment and Mm -hmm. sexual assault. Well, she was asking for it because of what she, uh, no, I can ask for it if I want it. Me wearing it was not doing that.
3: I, I actually feel, I was just talking to Maggie about this on the way here, like, I don't think women have an issue saying what they like and what they Hello? want.
1: Hello? Hello?
2: I, I, I actually I can don't. attest to that, yeah. Women Give it usually, to me now. What well, do no, I'm just saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I've never, you know what I mean? Because I hear those stories about how gentlemen will be caught in this compromising situation and get accused of certain things. And then they say, well, like, oh, I, I thought, you know, like, you usually know. Yeah. yeah. I've I've never had to question it. You know what I mean? Like you you know these things. Yeah. So that that's kind of
3: The poke will be poking, the juices will be flowing. They... The verbal communication <laughs> is crystal clear. I mean, what more do you need? Yeah. And I mean,
1: it's a different age of women too. So like they're the whole coy and shy thing is not as no. prevalent as it used to be. Women these days will be like, this is what I want. This is what I get. Mm-hmm. So,
2: so th- this opened up Pandora's box right I know. Now. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, but I, I feel like, you know what I mean, just to address the elephant in the room, I'd be remiss if I didn't play devil's advocate and say, like, what about men who experience these things in the workplace as well? And Carl, Ooh. I'll let you speak to that. Okay, let's
3: since... hear about that. I see it. No, you're
2: not going to let me speak. No. I'm going to let you speak to that. Okay, so no, well, I'm just giving you the opportunity to kind of, oh, I'm like... going to chime in after you. Okay, cool. so there's also this, like, this thought that... On the flip side It's is a double that, standard. Yeah, it, it definitely is because I know I've been in situations where I know things aren't appropriate, but then I even to take it a step further, like I couldn't even necessarily have a comment about it because the judgment that would be on me is that, oh well, something must be wrong with him because I was giving him a flattering compliment or being endearing. I've seen you and, walk
1: away from situations yeah. that have gone interesting and you're just like and on that note yeah I, I <laughs> time for me to <laughs> that's go that's what he say too right Carl and on that note because that note, it, I'm but not then
2: the, the thought is it's being said in front of groups of people and, and there's no and you're
1: gonna be in the wrong even if they brought it up
2: exactly so that's you, you have no choice I'm protective but, of my men's you, I get it I we appreciate you for that
0: Carl have you do you have anything to lend to the subject matter um yeah cause you know what to make it to make it simple for me personally I just feel like if anything ever you know jumps up or You know, something's a little out of line. You know, I feel like my best case scenario is just to, like, let it go. You know mm. what I mean? If anybody makes like an advance or something like that, it's like yo, I don't want to be in nobody's room sitting here talking, and I should speak up for myself. But then I look at where we work at; it's a female dominant, you know, dominant profession. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like every every which way. So I rather just you know play my card and and keeping the peace and, and and letting it go. And it sucks that it has to be that way. But I mean, that's my personal choice. You know what I mean? Because I, I I can't change people. I can't change how people you know come at me and mm-hmm. you know oh you look like blah 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 today oh that's great you know and then they take it a little further and. You know, yeah. So
1: and yeah. see, I've seen women's come up to you and touch on you. Yeah, like I've seen it, especially when he wearing that type t- of shirt. You know what I mean? That's They're why. Like, I, yeah, got
0: the biceps out.
1: And then Carl,
0: he still wear a tank too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then Carl, I I remember we we were sitting outside having lunch, and there was an insect crawling on me of some sort. Oh, that is and so And I was funny. like, get it off, and he was like, no, it's a lot of sexual <laughs> racism. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you have consent.
0: You have consent. Hey, she's off. dead serious because I was about to, and my hand stopped. I was like no, right there, and was, I was like, wait it was a minute. crawling hold up. in my,
1: my regions, and I was like, you have consent, you have consent. And we, he was cracking up. But the fact that it even had to get to that, like, I wanted him to save my life from this, what was it, ant spider? It was a it, I was, yeah. you know, I was in harm's way, and he had to second guess protecting me from said ant <laughs> hey. because of sexual harassment.
2: And it, and it kind of speaks to the position that being a man in a, like you said, in a, a female driven industry. Mm-hmm. Um, the unique position that you're in when you have that situation is because not only is he looking out for your personal interest, but then anybody that might be observing and you know.
1: Oh yeah, because the observers are almost worse,
0: especially if you're looking in the window, and I'm just
2: yeah, it. exactly. And people do
1: be looking out the window. It's you true. be getting creepy text messages. <laughs> hey, girl, where you going?
0: <laughs> but
2: to that point, I think it's also we we also have a very, um, I want to call it like a unique experience because what what we've just described. It's kind of like being in, you know, being placed in the woman's shoes.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? So having For a that, second. Yeah, for a second. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. The magnitude of it is definitely not mm-hmm. the same. But then it gives you the opportunity to then say, you know what, this is why I wouldn't do this to a female because I know when I'm receiving it, this is how it makes me feel. So it's almost mm-hmm. like a like you said a double edged sword because it's a gift and a curse. It, it it definitely has created some uncomfortable moments, but it has also provided great perspective. Yeah, um, that hopefully I'll be able to use just interacting with different women to be a son, you know son to my mother and then a a father to you know my daughter someday potentially.
1: And you know to that point too, relationships matter. Your mm-hmm. relationship with people absolutely matters. So like you two, if I see you guys, I'll hug you. It's nothing. I'm not hugging everybody. In the workplace, and everyone shouldn't expect that. Mm-hmm. But the relationship that you have with people absolutely matters. And you know, I'm not gonna lie. Every now and then, I'll say a joke under the table that's probably inappropriate to people listening. But um, <laughs> but you know <laughs> but your audience. I have this relationship mm-hmm. with you in which I know that me saying this is not going to be offensive. And if it was, you'd be like star. You went a little far, and I was like, "You right?" <laughs> but it's funny, but you right. My bad.
2: Wait, why was that definitely me that you were impersonating right now? Like you had the head movement <laughs> and the hand. The, the salt daddy. Yeah.
0: Salt okay. Star. Daddy. He's back. Star. He was gone.
2: But last I
1: month. mean, relationships matter. I'm sure in an industry like yours, you know, it seems like everything is really relationship driven when mm-hmm. it comes to being a talent manager. And so, are there ways that you have to be
3: aware of when you're navigating this? I mean, just. Keep it politically correct when Mm -hmm. you're dealing with another colleague, you know, and it's tough because you're going to events and there's alcohol and there's food and there's music and everybody's having a good time and socializing in these environments that if you're an out from an outsider's perspective, you're like, Oh, they're just partying at the club, you know. But But like deals are going down, people are talking. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you dress right, you act right, keep your hands to yourself, Mm -hmm. be smart. And be transparent Mm -hmm. and be authentic about what you're doing and and what your intentions are. And the second you encounter someone who's not on the same page, like I said, a red flag, cut onto the next one. Yeah,
1: done. Just like there was some sort of list um, that I saw where it was like people you don't want to work with in the industry. And the men were really offended that they were on this list. But it's like, Mm -hmm. no, sir, you asked this woman to come to your hotel at 3.30 in the morning for a business deal. No, you're going to be on the creepers list. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't be mad. We're protecting ourselves more than we are hating on you exactly so man i can't man there's so many things to talk about so,
2: so, so mel you know we when, when we do like the pre-planning for for every podcast like our biggest apprehension is, is like we just don't want to make sure that we have enough content to fill the time but you've been amazing <laughs> like you you're yeah really good yeah. yeah like after I we had our it. first guest we were like you know we don't know we like and our follow-up guests they're gonna have a hard time but you yeah you brought it down. Yeah. I
3: hope it's been as fun for you as it's been for me. I, oh, well, yeah. we hope that you enjoyed yourself. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the for purpose. Sure.
2: Is there anything else that you'd like to say to the people before we get up out of here?
3: Yeah, don't be afraid to follow your dreams. Like even if you don't know how it's gonna happen or when it's gonna happen, just trust and, you know, live in faith. Do what's right, do what's good. You know what's right and what's good. It feels good and it feels right. So mm-hmm. just do that. Follow your dreams and you know, just trust that everything will come together at the perfect time. Awesome.
2: Thank really you. We love it. Crystal, can you tell them one more time where to find us on social media?
3: Absolutely. Um, if you want to
1: follow me, it's at Just JustCrystar, and that's spelled JustCrystar. If you want
0: to follow me, normal ass Carl, normal underscore ass underscore Carl. When I say the underscore ass, it always gets me. Anyway, <laughs> just, and if I'm you want to follow me, it. too bad.
2: Was,
1: but we Carl found the PO box for Big Mouth C There and you go. We are three, four, <laughs> five, six,
0: seven Sesame Street Lane. That's twice <laughs> now. I said that. I ain't gonna forget.
1: <laughs> I, I'm mad because somebody's gonna send a letter there too, a fan letter. It's gonna be a kid. Um, and then we're at at grown folks business and that's grown folks business b-i-z-n-e-s-s and um i mean i'm grown
2: mel what about you i'm grown i'm grown too shut up we all grown and that (laughs) was another episode of Of grown Grown folks Folks Business. business hey